Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic, siblings. We are not responsible for rescuing, saving, or healing our parents or siblings who remain mired in family dysfunction. We can detach with love and begin the gradual process of learning about boundaries. Big Red Book, page 102. And a couple things stand out here. Um, Siblings, I mean, I think my sister probably had, uh, you know, that responsibility, not just for rescuing the parents, but also myself, you know, as the older one. And the disease of alcoholism is something else. Um, And then the other thing I liked about is uh, learning about boundaries. And I think in my recovery, I'm starting to understand not just boundaries and enforcing boundaries and, and that battle, you know, to have integrity with others, but also integrity with yourself. And, you know, I think meditation, working with, you know, coaches to figure out what my values are to see if I'm, you know, betraying them or not. Back to the reading. Our relationships with our siblings were usually complicated growing up. If our parents were at war with each other, it meant we were often at war with each other. It's what we learned. It's what we lived. As adults still caught up in this all-consuming family dysfunction, we were in each other's business and knew what was best for the others, even if they didn't. Sounds like media. <laughs> you know, you you know, this is what you need to be worried about rather than, you know, you know, individuals determining what is important to them. Back to the reading. We often gossiped about each other, formed alliances, and competed with each other. When we began to find a better life in ACA, some of us jumped right to the 12th step and decided it was now our job to rescue our siblings because now we really knew the answers. You know, I think early recovery, there was a lot of that. But the program tells us otherwise. If we are to find true recovery, we have to do the hard work for ourselves and detach from our family, setting healthy boundaries. If not, we'll continually struggle with ways to save them. When we stop and really listen to ourselves, we see that doing these things is not what recovery is all about. All of these fixes are no different than the way we always operated. We learn to let go. Realizing we can't heal them, we must release them to find their own way. On this day, I will remember that my true recovery lies in my ability to detach, set boundaries, and heal myself first. Again, on this day... I will remember that my true recovery lies in my ability to detach, set boundaries, and heal myself first. The next reading also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, the topic, Willingness. In ACA, we become willing to apply what we learn in this program to our daily lives and to relationships. Big Red Book, page 401. When we first got to ACA, some of us couldn't wait for recovery to be finished. How long was this going to take? Because we had better things to do than hang out with damaged people, right? They always say that, you know, recovery blows my mind, you know. It's just recovering with people with like issues rather than, you know, the experts. Back to the reading. After all, our story wasn't that bad. We just wanted to fix the little things that were holding us back so we could go on and get on with our real lives. Now, step work and service are two of our favorite things to do. I love that. Now, step work and service are two of our favorite things to do. Creating a safe place for ourselves and others to acknowledge the wounds we all carry and then begin to grow is the most exciting adventure we have ever been on. The 12 steps are a design for living that is better than anything we have tried up to this point in our lives. We are grateful for those who came before us who kept the doors open. In our homes and in our jobs, we practice what we learn at meetings, like listening. We allow others to speak their truth. 
We learn not to control others and not let ourselves be controlled or manipulated. We trust that the principles of the program that have worked for so many others will continue to work for us in all our affairs. We're becoming fearless in our pursuit of a healthy life. We now have joy and others can see that. On this day, I will be real in all that I do. By doing so, I make space for others to own their own truths. The next reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, the topic overspending and underspending. I used to beat my husband to death with my credit card. It made me feel like I had some control, some way to get even with him. Wow. I used to think that way as a kid. Um, wow. Is, the, you know, leaving the lights on, uh, you know, maybe not doing as well as I could do in school. It's crazy. Back to the reading. I spent 10 years buying everything for myself at garage sales. I didn't even buy myself a new pair of shoes. The entire time I was depriving myself, my husband was gambling, speculating on risky business deals, and doing whatever he wanted with money. I learned that when I made a decision that I deserved to have the things I wanted and made a decision to buy something I wanted, there was enough money to do it. It wasn't about being frugal. It was about depriving myself and being a martyr. I love the second reading because I think... You know, in not living up to my perceived parents' expectations, I deprive myself. And that's not what they want. That's not what anybody wants. And it's not about being frugal. It's about self-worth and realizing that I, too, deserve a vacation like anybody else. I can give to causes that I want. And I can, you know, buy any coaching. Back to the reading. Compulsive buying or overspending may give us a temporary feeling of power or satisfaction. But like the other out-of-control behaviors, it has predictable negative consequences. Underspending can leave us feeling victimized too. Yep. There is a difference between responsible spending and martyred deprivation. There is a difference between treating ourselves well financially and overspending. We can learn to discern that difference. We can develop responsible spending habits. Again, I learned in 12-step rooms that reflect high self-esteem and love for ourselves. Today, I will strive for balance in my spending habits. If I'm overspending, I will stop and deal with what's going on inside me. If I'm underspending or depriving myself, I will ask myself if that's necessary and what I want. And I think I bookend with this meeting to figure out what areas. It's not so much the areas that I might have. Dep- it's the things that I need to buy, you know, kind of like the car, um, you know, like the big purchases, you know, that could have. You know, deprivation is definitely a form of control. Back to the readings. Next reading is also from Melody. That was the most powerful one I think I've read in a while. Which is saying a lot. These are great readings. Uh, The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic, Going with the Flow. Go with the flow. Let go of fear and your need to control. Relinquish anxiety. Let it slip away as you dive into the river of the present moment. The river of your life. Your place in the universe. Stop trying to force the direction. Try not to swim against the current unless it is necessary for your survival. If you have been clinging to a branch at the riverside, let it go. Let yourself move forward. Let yourself be moved forward. Avoid the rapids when possible. If you can't, stay relaxed. Staying relaxed can take you safely through fierce currents. If you go under for a moment, allow yourself to surface naturally. You will. Appreciate the beauty of the scenery as it is. See things with freshness, with newness. You shall never pass by today's scenery again. Don't think too hard about things. The flow is meant to be experienced. Within it, care for yourself. You are part of the flow, an important part. 
Work with the flow. Work within the flow. Thrashing about isn't necessary. Let the flow help you care for yourself. Let it help you set boundaries, make decisions, and get you where you need to be when it is time. You can trust the flow and your part in it. Today, I will go with the flow. And it brings to mind this thing I, I heard in one of the programs called, you know, working flowly, you know. And it's it's ironic. Sometimes don't just do something, sit there and wait for guidance. And trust, you know, I have to trust that that guidance is there. The GPS, the internal GPS. But harder to get in touch with the internal GPS if I'm thrashing around. That concludes today's awesome readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Sluger reminding myself to don't just do something. Sit there. Pause. Listen. And act.